Hi, I'm Lauren from Cincinnati. I'm David from New York. The Sound of Young America is an independent production supported by listeners like me and you if you support it. If you'd like to support the show like I did, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. I'm Jesse Thorne, live on tape from my house in Los Angeles. It's The Sound of Young America from MaximumFun.org and PRI, Public Radio International. This week's Sound of Young America is live on tape from New York City. When we were on this stage, the guest that everyone was waiting for was Amy Sedaris. She's one of the world's funniest people. You might have seen her very, very bizarre Comedy Central series, Strangers with Candy, or you might have seen her on Sex in the City. You might have read her first book, which was a bestseller. She now has a book about crafting called Simple Times, Crafts for Poor People. Let's go to the stage of the Jerome L. Green performance space in my conversation with Amy Sedaris. Um, it's a joy to have you back on The Sound a of chore? Young America. A joy. Oh, a joy. <laughs> it's a chore. It's a chore to have you here. I'm burdened by your presence. Um, it's, a, it's really a pleasure to be here. Now, the last, time you, the last time you were on the show was a few years ago, and we were talking about your book about entertainment. And I was in your apartment. Absolutely. And yeah. you met my, I think, as I recall... Um, you started talking about a taxidermy squirrel that you had in your home. Oh, yeah. And your literary Weeks. escort, mm-hmm. which is a, a prostitute for authors, <laughs> which is a, yes. a gentleman who drives authors around, uh, grabbed my taxidermy squirrel, Nutsy. Nutsy? Thank you. Clever. Um, and, and, brought, and, and brought him out. And you were surprised to learn that I also had a taxidermy squirrel. That's it was, right. It was a lot of fun. They're nice. Isn't it nice to have one around the house? It is. Because it, it makes any sort of indoor-outdoor space. Yes. Um, my squirrel was freeze-dried. Really? Yeah, they freeze-dry them now. And I've got my eye on a chipmunk down at Evolution on Spring Street. And they cost like a dollar. You know, a dollar. It costs like 160 bucks. But they're out right now. They're out of them. Well, you'd think they'd be in plentiful supply. They go out like that. It's not like a rhinoceros or something. <laughs> like, where are we going to get a chipmunk? <laughs> Got to get a chipmunk. Um, well, it's great to have you. When you were on that show, we were talking about your book about entertaining. And, and one of the things that you, uh, that you entertained for, one of the gatherings that you hosted yes. was... Businessmen. Uh, go on. <laughs> you do. You entertain groups Bus- of businessmen, uh-huh. Chinese and Korean. Mm. <laughs> um, you uh, was a crafting group, and I wonder if you if you're still party to a, a sort of semi-organized group of crafters. If they smoke pot, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's my. But I got a vaporizer now, a volcano. Is I only use it when I have a crowd more than <laughs> one, so I use it every night. <laughs> no. Um, Yes, I still have craft clubs. Tell, tell me a little bit about, um, about how and why you started the, the craft club. Was it something where it started with just a couple of people? No, it's just about getting together and smoking pot, really. I mean, <laughs> and then like, hey, let's make something. <laughs> you know, that's really what it's about. <laughs> because I hate crafts. Right? I, I, I don't want to ever craft again, ever. Uh, Amy Sedaris is the author of Simple Times, Crafts for Poor for People. Poor people. <laughs> A book of crafts. Yes. 
arts and crafts. What do you projects. hate about crafts? How can you hate crafts? Look at the beautiful things. I'm just things tired that... of them. But crafts, some people think crafts means like scrapbooking and, sure. and uh, you know, those queer little crafts you get at those mega stores. But it, mine's more project oriented, you know, things to make for poor like people. Like cleaning out the garage? Or... Yeah, basically. There's a nice, um, there's, a, there's a couple clean out the garage crafts in there. <laughs> so tell me about it. So I, I'm going to, uh, we're painting this picture. It's Amy Sedaris's craft group. Mm-hmm. Um, the vape, the cash has been. Uh, what's the expression? Pardon me. I, I don't uh, use drugs. <laughs> the stash has been cashed. The bong has been ripped. Go on. Okay. Yeah. Train wreck. <laughs> um, the marijuana. You. Everybody's feeling great. Yeah. Um, What I wonder is, doesn't that cause problems for the crafting? No. Because it's not a drug that is associated with ambition or sort of... (laughs) Well, look at the book. That looks pretty ambitious. That's true. So this was all written in one night when you... The only the only pictures I wasn't high for was Jesus and the angel. That was it, <laughs> and I just didn't feel like it. But um, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I, I, t- I am ambitious, you know. As far as I have a lot of energy and I like to make things, and and so the people that I surround myself with also like to make things. I mean, we're a productive potheads. We're not like sitting around doing nothing. What's uh, what's the kind of project that you actually can accomplish when you're high and with a group of friends? Anything in that book. Really? Yeah. Any single thing? Absolutely anything. There's a chapter. You just turn to the making love chapter. Sure. I know know nothing about making love. Paul Donella wrote that entire chapter while I was yelling at him. (laughs) I contributed a couple words. Um, I'm sure you could probably work on sausages. That's a chapter here. Sausages. That was fun. The only reason sausages is in the book is because I wanted to make a sausage curl wig using real sausages, and I wanted the grease (laughs) to come down my face and... I thought that'd be hilarious, but we ended up just doing the log cabin. Am I mistaken? (laughs) I don't mean to be presumptuous, Amy, but sometimes when I'm reading your books, and I I now own both of your books and have enjoyed them very much, sometimes I get the impression that they're excuses to wear outfits more than anything else. Yes. I love costumes. My dream is to own a costume and prop shop. And so uh, when I did the Dolly Parton video, I met this guy, Adam Selman, who's a costume maker. He's like, ping, ping. So we got along great. And so the book is jam-packed with costumes. Um, and I love the hobo making, you know, my smudge marks using the cork. And You mentioned I love Pocahontas earlier. That's actually Pocahontas? the back cover of yeah, the book. Yeah, Indian on the back cover. You look very wise. A lot of Indian crafts. <laughs> Lots of Indian. Peace pipe. Well, what are you... What are, you, what are your favorite materials to work with? Packing tape and cardboard googly eyes. I'd say those are my favorite. I sure, love the three, packing tape. The three elements of any crafters. <laughs> yeah, well, I like cardboard My grandmother a lot. used to always, she'd call me and tell me, do you have enough packing tape? <laughs> it's expensive packing tape. It is because it's a great tape. It's great tape, but I, put, I sandwich pennies in between two layers of packing tape, and it's great bookmark for a Bible or for um, an instructional book. You know, weighs the pages down. It's great. Oh, I follow. I follow. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, well, what's the connection? It weighs the pages down yeah, is the yeah, connection need, between yeah. instructional and books. And it's a great way to get rid of your pennies. 
Whether you're a MaxFunCon veteran or you've been thinking about going for two years and you're ready to pull the trigger, prepare yourself. MaxFunCon 2011 tickets will go on sale the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, at MaxFunCon.com. MaxFunCon is a weekend of entertainment and enlightenment and friendship in Lake Arrowhead, California, just east of Los Angeles. Join us in a luxurious summer camp environment for comedy shows and classes and new friends and all kinds of great stuff. It's kind of hard to describe. Actually, if I could offer one piece of advice, maybe you go to Flickr and search Max FunCon and you'll see the pictures of people having a blast. Anyway, be sure to log into MaxFunCon.com the day after Thanksgiving to get your tickets. We've even got special gift packages this year. So if MaxFunCon registration is a gift to someone important in your life, like a lady or a gentleman or even a best pal, we've got a little something that you can put under the tree. It's all online at MaxFunCon.com starting the day after Thanksgiving. The Sound of Young America is supported in part by Ask Metafilter. Thousands of life's little questions answered online at ask.metafilter.com and by Smith Micro Software, makers of Stuff It Deluxe, designed to move files simply and securely wherever customers want them to go. For Mac and PC, online at stuffit.com. Coverage of the world of comedy on The Sound of Young America is supported by Humber College, offering a two-year program dedicated to comedy. Students learn stand-up, improv, acting, and writing skills and perform in the heart of Toronto. At Humber, we make funny people funnier. More information at HumberComedy.com. It's The Sound of Young America. I'm Jesse Thorne, and this week we're live on tape from the Jerome L. Green Performance Space in New York City. My guest is Amy Sedaris, whose new book is called Simple Times, Crafts for Poor People. <laughs> one, of the pieces that I, one of the pieces that I really enjoyed in the book was a pinecone caddy, which addressed an issue yeah. that, um, that I had honestly hadn't even thought of, but I'm certain is, is a big problem for people, especially if they don't have enough packing tape on hand. <laughs> Picking up pine cones? Yeah, well, you need somewhere to put them, right? Right, you do. You have to make a little satchel, a little, you know, denim satchel. Tell, tell, me, about, tell me about how you, how you conceive of these projects. Well, my craft club and I would sit around and just think of ideas, <laughs> you know, just... You know, just it's a, the book is jam-packed with things that I just I just love and I like looking at. And it's just, I mean, I know crafts are a lot of crap. Like when someone gives me a craft, I'm like, I can't wait to get rid of it. It's just stuff <laughs> nobody wants, really. I like crafts that are made out of necessity, you know, and that you make it because you, cause like you need it. Like post-apocalyptic situations? <laughs> yes. Is that what we're talking about? But, you know, about? you need it. You know, you need a pin cushion, so you make a pin cushion, you know. You and need something to stab some, someone with, so you sharpen a toothbrush. Exactly. Oh, that's a good craft. Sharpen, yeah, toothbrush. That would have been good. Different stuff you, you can sharpen. You, you have an interesting... <laughs> you have a really lovely... A, a chapter that I thought was really lovely about um, overcoming crafting challenges. Um, challenges that you may have in your group. I mean, certainly... craftable, right, right. So cer- certainly you, you, you start by challenging yourself. Uh, by impairing your judgment before beginning any craft. Yes. Um, but it, tell, me, tell me a little bit about if someone has a home crafting group, uh, what kinds of challenges folks who come into the group might have and, and how one might deal with them. 
Well, if someone's a depre- if they're depressed, you sure. know what I mean. That that's a lot. That's heavy. That weighs on everybody in the club. I mean, you just want them to leave. Um, if they have, you know, if they don't see very well, you know, you need to come up with a craft that they can do because they have poor eyesight. You know, they need tactile crafts. If they have ADD, you want to give them something that would be like uh, something like wrapping a string around a radiator pole, something that would they could just focus and do something with their hands. And you just have to like look at, you know, like what's your disability and how can we work with that? And then, certainly, then it's easy. Certainly, in the holidays, that's the kind of thing you want to make for gifts. Yes, exactly. You do want to make that kind of stuff for the holidays. <laughs> it's, yeah. It was just a radiator pole. <laughs> what we'll do is we'll come into your home. Yeah, I have string wrapped around my radiator poles. It's nice. Um, I guess that's not as vulgar as it sounds. Mm-mm. Do you craft at all? Um, I, I Lately, I've taken up sewing. I've been trying to sew things. Like what? I made myself a scarf recently. You did? The yeah. Sewing? How did you sew a scarf? You didn't knit it or... No, no, no. I, I, I used something that someone else had knit. A like a scarf? In, in Harrison Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and then what did you do? I sewed my label on it. Yay! <laughs> I, That's what um, I do. I, I bought some Harris tweed yardage. I went and bought some tweed yardage, but it's too scratchy. It's oh, beautiful, yeah, but it's yeah, too yeah. scratchy for your sense. Line face. it with packing tape. Go on. <laughs> it works. I mean, I used linen, but thinking back, it could have saved me a trip to the fabric store. Yeah. Certainly. Um, so I don't think a lot of people expect a book about crafts to be as sensual as this book is. <laughs> um, can, can you tell me what the, what the connection between uh, crafts and... Um, what, for public radio purposes, we'll call intimacy, um, is crafts and intimacy. Yo, you have a very be- you have a very beautiful chapter about um, making love. Uh, yes, right? I wasn't going to say that. I'm not a vulgarian. It's for making, yeah, making love for crafts for the bedroom. And like I said, I don't know anything about making love. So Paul Danello pretty much wrote that. But that's um, I, I knew I wanted a short canary yellow robe. For a guy uh-huh. and for a woman, and so I wanted to. I see that. It. I see that your. I see that your colleague Paul Danello is also wearing a short canary oh, I, yellow that's robe. A, yeah, I made him. Robe. This is shorter than mine, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Guys in short robes. That's funny. <laughs> I, yeah, really funny. Um, are are there are there particular tools that that you think are are important to have on hand when you're working with your googly eyes, your your uh, packing different tapes? types of glue? You need you know all kinds. You need wood glue. You need like Elmer's glue. Then you need like tacky glue. I learned that lesson. Is there? A, <clears throat> is it there really different matters. Glues for there you, different. You glues learned that lesson when you tried to drown <laughs> Stuart Little. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, there are different clues for different projects. I mean, I, I just like to make shit. You know what I mean? I don't really know that much about, you know, like I can't knit. I can't sew. I'm very limited, but I know who can. And then usually people who are gifted, they don't have good ideas. You know, they're really good with their hands, but they don't like, I don't know what to paint. And you're like, oh, my God, you know, paint a tumor. You know, so... <laughs> Sure. So I knew who to surround I think myself with. That's happened with. to every single person in this room at least once. A pain of burn victim. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I love that stuff. So, you know, we work. I know who to, you know, to, to control. And that's, that's what this book is about. And it's just going to trigger new ideas and it'll inspire you to make something or anything. It's easy. So would you say it's more inspirational to, to the reader to make something or more inspirational to the reader to learn how to control other people? I'd say both. I would say equally both, yeah. 
you could look at that book and say, wow, I could control somebody and make them do all this stuff for me. And it works. <laughs> you mentioned burn victims. There's actually a really beautiful portrait of you as a burn victim. Yes, I book. have a chapter on um, accidents that can happen in the craft room and half my face is blown off. I just love, you know, special effects and scabs. And, you know, it's fun if you don't have it really, you know. And so I did it early in the morning so I could wear it throughout the day. And um, forgetting I had it on my face, I'd go down and get my mail, go out. I'm like, oh, that's right, I have this scab on my face. Um, yeah, accidents can happen. You know, knitting needles in the eye. You know, a needle can go through your finger. Lots of things. You open, you know, glue with your teeth and you can knock out a tooth. And tell Lots me a little bit about the brainstorming process for all these horrible things that can happen to you <laughs> while you're crafting. Well, I just, just thinking about, you know, you cut a finger off. Just stuff that you just think, oh, that must happen, you know, to people. You just never get to see it. I guess they stay inside or whatever. <laughs> or like a hot glue gun. I don't use those just because someone said you could really burn yourself. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do that. What? I, I, and then I made a tuna can. It was a baby chime made out of a tuna can lid. And I opened it, and it was really sharp because it was cheap tuna. I went to Western Beef because I thought, oh, it'll be cheaper. Well, you're not going to need the tuna. Yeah. You think you're just I'm not going to eat can. the tuna. I just needed the can, but it was flimsy. Blood everywhere. That happened. And maybe it shouldn't have been for babies. Well, no. Am I overstepping my bounds? I don't need to. It's fine. They just can't reach it. Keep it out of reach. Have a smaller baby. Or have a smaller baby. Or pretend you have a baby. Um, Worked for me. I've got six kids. (laughs) Six? Yeah, I know. No. I just pretend I have six kids. See, I have an extra room in my house. I call it the baby's room. And I made it to look like a baby's room. Then I turned it into a craft room. So it's kind of creepy. You know? Look out for my next book. <laughs> yeah. Really About good. interior decoration? Interior decorating. Well, Amy, I, I thank you so much for taking this oh. time to be on The Sound well, of Being America. Thank you. Thank you guys are a great audience. You. Amy thank Sedaris, so ladies and gentlemen. Amy Sedaris is one of the funniest people in the world. Her new book is called Simple Times, Crafts for Poor People. And it is just a freaking delight. You can find her online at amysedarisrocks.com. That's our time for another Sound of Young America program. I have been your host, Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. The show is produced by Speaking Into Microphone. Our associate producer is Julia Smith. Nick White edited our show and also directed it at WNYC in New York City. Our special thanks to Endira and Ricardo at the Jerome L. Green Performance Space, as well as all of the wonderful people at the Performance Space who helped us out with our New York show. If you have thoughts about the show, you can email me at jesse at maximumfun.org or you can visit us online at maximumfun.org where you will find all of our shows absolutely for free. We'll see you next time right here on The Sound of Young America. The Sound of Young America is supported in part by Ask Metafilter. Thousands of life's little questions answered online at ask.metafilter.com.